So shall I start the episode then? Yeah. Shall we get into it? Yeah. Hello and welcome to another episode of Expressions of Podcast. We're in season three. And today, we're going to be talking about TV, our favorite TV shows, um, kind of what's come of it, um, a little bit about like how TV has evolved over the years. Um, and yeah, I think it's going to be a really fun conversation. But before we get into that, I'm just going to say hi to Brian. How you doing, Brian? Awesome. Stoked for the show tonight. Season three, come on. Who'd have thunk it? As Mark would say, we were re-signed up for another season. So that's, <laughs> that's awesome. they, we, we haven't been canceled yet. We haven't been canceled yet. No, just yeah. wait. I, I'm on here still. So <laughs> John keeps on trying. <laughs> no, I'm very excited. Um, when we talked about the theme of, of TV shows, of course, uh, being the generation that I am, I always talk about that, being the generation that I am. Uh, because honestly, there's a huge gap in the way things are today. Um, from when they were when I was a when I was a teenager. I mean, when I was growing up and maturing and being an adult, you know, like it's so different now from even then. So uh, this conversation could be a lot of fun. The same thing here. Like, yeah, you can watch a TV show on a cell phone. You can watch a TV show on you know a computer. When I was younger, it was like we had one TV, maybe two TVs at one point. And that was all you could watch TV shows on um, when I was younger. And then, like, things changed. And you got the smartphone and you got your laptops and your computer. I remember dial-up internet. So I remember waiting there. I think it's funny that you Um, say, I remember dial-up internet. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I remember no internet. I remember black I don't white remember that. 15 <laughs> channels. You had to go up to the roof and turn the antenna. Like, yeah. That it, yeah, it's it not I mean, that's the technology. Yeah, it's the technology is one so thing. Much. But the content is so different now. The themes yeah. and the, and the the freedom that people have to get into different kinds of content and how what was taboo, you know, when I was a kid isn't even close to taboo today. Um, just like talking to Sean before we started recording, uh, some of the things that are talked about on podcasts and other things that are readily available to any age group now are things that are like when I was younger. <laughs> I mean, you would have had the the, mothers. the story that Sean was talking about earlier at the end of the podcast. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I was like it. Like an attack onto the episode, but that was only part of the conversation. I know that was that was only a little part, but I mean that's the, that's what I'm saying really. Like the way people are communicating these days is so different. So I'm really excited that we're going to talk about that, and I'll shut up now and let us say hi to Sean. Yeah, Sean, how are you doing? Uh, great, great. I'm I'm fantastic. Hooray for yeah. season three! Fuck, it's, I'm you know what? I'm stoked to be a part of season three. Um, and you know it's it this is the, again this is a very cool experience i don't know how many times i gotta open my mouth and say that shit for people to realize that this is probably the coolest fucking thing that's ever happened to me aside from other shows and whatever else but <laughs> um this is the coolest thing that's ever happened to me except for everything else that's cool well that's well that's, that's that, that was the cool like, stuff this is like partly cool this. 
expressions <laughs> is fun. Uh, it's it's uh, it's an honor and a privilege to be on the show with you guys. And uh, you know, definitely uh, having met Brian, uh, what like th- what three years ago now, okay, probably yeah. probably just over. Uh, it's definitely not where I thought I was going to be uh, hanging out with you guys and and having these very long in-depth and interesting chats with each other and other people it's kind of fun i knew you knew knew we'd be doing stuff together he felt the disturbance (laughs) in the forest (laughs) exactly exactly there was was something about you man it was just like i'm looking at the photos i'm thinking oh these photos are so cool i got to do something else i either was going to be in one of my workshops as a skater or something so this is better though because i get to actually learn about you and you know, find out more about you rather than just watch you fall on your face, which you never did. You never fell. Which hey, is man, really cool. I mean, there's there's still time for it. If you ever want me to come out to uh <laughs> to a day trip or shoot and you guys want to come to a park, I mean I'll be more than happy to eat shit all day for you. So <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which <laughs> Aurora just lost it. <laughs> all right. Aurora, you gotta get yourself together, okay? It's it a very traumatizing thing. I am so sorry. I like it's it's a feeling bad kind of situation, but then it's also like funny. <laughs> like I I feel bad that I'm laughing too. It's like, right. Oh, it's okay. I, I, I specifically tell those stories on, on our show uh, because I don't really care about what other people think of, of what happens to me, right? So I I think it's funny. I mean if I were to ever get back into stand up comedy, that'd probably be my opening. Like, hey, yeah. Like, hey, just randomly dog shit flew into my nose once. Whoa! <laughs> Don't give too much away because we'll, we'll we'll leave that until we'll, we'll share that story at the end of this episode. I don't All think right. that's enough context for no. anybody no, to understand not. what happened. Not You'll yet. never know. Not yet. <laughs> All right, so Aurora, what do you think we're going to get into tonight? Um. Well, I'd love to hear a little bit. I guess. Before we get into like more of the history of anything, uh, of TV shows and stuff, um, I'd love to hear what your favorite all-time TV show is. Ooh, or one. narrow it down to maybe like a top three or a top five. We could do that too. Goddamn. It's um, hard. Like I'll say my, my favorite and then a minute from now I'll have another favorite. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's fine. That's there's fine. so Let's many go good shows. I'm going to start off with what I, I'm going to say is a show that everybody should watch, even though it's like horrible. Uh, it's, I guess it would be called my guilty pleasures. <laughs> 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 this is uh, the greatest American hero. Have you guys ever watched that? No. All right, so, so a little, a little synopsis about what it's about. Um, basically um, a, a school teacher finds a suit that was left by aliens and the suit turns him into a superhero. So whenever he wears this suit, he can fly and he doesn't get hurt and he's a superhero. And this is like the eighties, right? So like the special effects are pretty lame. And anyway, they had a a, a huge song. Um, Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could feel so I've heard that song before. Everybody knows that song. So that's the greatest American hero theme song. And what I love the most about it is the show started off with the, the the teacher's name was William Hinckley. And if you know history and that time of our life, our world, uh, Hinckley, William Hinckley was actually the name of the guy that tried to assassinate Ronald Reagan. So the, sh- the show started off, his name was William Hinckley. And then all of a sudden his name changed to something else, which I forget off the top of my head. 
because they didn't want to call him the same name as who shot the president, which (laughs) was just a funny fun fact about the show. But uh, I think it only had a few seasons. I have it in a box set. Shelly got it for me. So when the season, like when it first came out, his name was this. And then the president. Then the assassination attempt happened. Okay. And then then they changed changed his name. Wow. That's wild. It's a crazy show, and it's just like a, a spoofy 80s kind of a sitcom-y superhero kind of show. Uh, you can see, like, when he's flying, he's on strings sometimes. It kind of looks like that, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's fun. I think Sean would get a kick out of it. It's hokey, and it's got his moments. It's kind of like a Knight Rider feel, you know, that, that oh, era. Oh, man. Knight Rider's so good. <laughs> another one. Um, and then I'm going to have to say, uh, as far as what it contributed to the world, I'd say MASH is another one of those shows that uh, has to be mentioned in a top five for anybody. Have you guys, have you watched MASH Aurora? I've watched some episodes uh, a long time ago. It was definitely a show that my dad watched. And that's the era. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Set in the Korean War. Uh, I always thought it was Vietnam when I was growing up, but it's the Korean War. Um, Alan Alda (coughs) is, you know, the main actor and he also directed so many of the episodes and you could always tell the episodes he directed because they were always so serious. They were tearjerker episodes where most of them are comedy and fun, lighthearted, whatever. Um, Whenever he directed something, it was always like trying to say to the world, look, we have problems out there. Uh, We can address them on this show. And he would always, you know, roll that politic side of the world into those shows, which was pretty different. And, the final episode of MASH, I think, is still, if not the most viewed show of all time, if not the top five shows of all time. So, <clears throat> yeah, that was a that was a big, big show. But TV is, I mean, it's impacted so many things, guys. TV, it just permeated our culture so much yeah. that I don't think that I go through a day without making at least 10 quotes from TV shows that I've seen. I mean, it, it always bothers me every time we have conversations about movies and stuff like that and music it always bothers me when people say that movies and music don't influence how we act and who we are yeah they do they absolutely do whether it forces you to go out and kill somebody or not i mean you might have a screw loose and then you go <laughs> and do that but i don't think the the movie or the show makes you do that i think it gives you the idea and then your history and your crazy or whatever it is kind of guide you to whatever outcome that is but yeah yeah i absolutely i mean that's a really dark way of spinning it for sure but like there's (laughs) other there's other like really amazing things that come out of tv shows too culturally the world changes i mean if we look back at um ah i've been trying to think of the name of the show uh carol uh what's his name the son-in-law's name was meathead well not all in the family was that it Oh, he was like a racist father, and he had his kids. This is my era. I should know the name. I'm going to find this. Married with Joey? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's another great show. Um, meet head, son-in-law. And it comes up right away. There it is right there. Rob Reiner uh, show. Da-da-da. All in the family. It is all in the family. Yeah. Did you guys ever watch that? No, Am I no. talking Chinese? It feels like I'm talking Chinese to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so All in the Family is it used, Sammy Davis Jr. was on that show every once in a while. He's a black guy. I don't know if you know who Sammy Davis is. Of um, but he was on that show as like the neighbor, and there was racial stuff. And this is 
Uh, when does it? When was the show on the family made? A long time ago. It was. Yeah, it was far, far away. <laughs> original release, uh, January twelfth, nineteen seventy-one. So I was born June twenty-eighth, nineteen seventy-one. So that was like right in my seventy-one to seventy-nine. So think of back in seventy-one, created by Norman Lear, which is interesting in itself. Um, getting into conversations about race and getting into uh, homosexuality and getting into all of these really touchy topics in a sitcom platform. It was it was game changing for uh, improving relations and, and all kinds of things. So yeah, absolutely. There's the negative side of, of the way culture is depicted in these shows. And then there's the positive side for sure. Mm. Anyway, th those are a couple of my shows. I talked a lot. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a whole list. I could go on and on and on. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to let Sean say a couple that, that you yeah. really like. Uh, oh, uh, okay. Uh, 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 um, <laughs> um, okay. First off, I'm going to have to say community. Community was probably one oh, of my top. I love community. Oh, that was so a good show. Yeah. Six scenes in a movie. Love oh, that. I can't wait to the, I can't wait for the movie. I'm going to fucking watch it so much. I didn't yeah. know they're making a movie. They're making yes. a movie. Six seasons in a movie, baby. Let's go. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, no, that's that was a really good show. Um, for me, it was probably like, uh, I think the episodes that got me were the paintball episodes. That shit fucking killed me because yeah. of all the movie references they make. And then uh, it's just, it's so, it's so funny. Like, so well um, done. Yeah, me, I remember me and a buddy uh, from, from high school, my buddy Alex and I, uh, we actually did like the, the Troy and Ibed like handshake <laughs> and, uh, he, he, he was my Ibed. I was, I was the Troy. <laughs> so it was, it was good. We, we bonded over that and it was, it's still one of those great shows. I still watch to this day and it's, it's so good. Allison Bree is, she's, she's gorgeous. She's hottie. Um, <laughs> who Chase is she in the show? Which one? Uh, she think? played Annie. Annie, okay. Annie yeah. Edison. Yeah, she was, she's hot. She's like so innocent, so, <laughs> so hot. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't be talking about that. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, my next one is, it only ran for one season, uh, which fucking, it, it, it scarred me as a child that it only ran for one season. But um, it was uh, Spider-Man, the new animated series. And uh, it was basically a continuation after the very first uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie. Okay. Um, Neil Patrick Harris voiced Peter Parker and Spider-Man. And oh, to yeah, me, I, it was so good. It was fantastic. I had the biggest crush on, on MJ. And I mean, I still do because I'm a nerd. That's, just that's the <laughs> point of MJ. That's the point of MJ. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's supposed to love her. <laughs> but like yeah. in the show, like they... For some fucking reason, people who make cartoons, in, in, at least the cartoons that I like, they always make like that one main character, like the female one. They always make her um, uh, sexually appealing, is what I should say. So, <laughs> not to sound weird, but like she was hot, and I was like, I gotta find me a person that looks exactly like that and acts exactly like that. But that's impossible because I'm not. Peter Parker and I haven't been bitten by a radioactive spider because if I was, I would die. Um, <laughs> I love that you put so much thought into that. That's exactly why. That's exactly why you don't have MJ because exactly. you've been bit by a spider. Exactly. Um, but no, that was that was another one of my favorite shows. I have it on on DVD just so I can always watch it. Uh, it's it's one of my favorite shows. 
Um, another one I have is called Strike Back. Um, it's like a, it started off as I think, um, an older, like, it, it was like a, like a, it was like a new aged kind of war show. Uh, Andrew Lincoln, when is in it? Uh, the guy who plays Rick Grimes in the walking dead, he was, he was in it, uh, for a while. Uh, but I watched the, the American version. So they had like this American guy that came in and he's like this drunk piece of shit guy. And then he just comes in, but he's like super good at killing people for his country like it was it was really good the i think it was like six seasons that i watched and every single one of them i my my eyeballs were fucking super glued to the television like it was fantastic um really good show uh the way they they go about like the combat was fantastic um it's kind of cheesy at certain points but like uh to me it was a fantastic show i love that kind of shit you know like i like watching action like anything like meatheadish my brain is already like fixed to it, like like white on rice, like it's fucked. Um, so there was that. Strike Back was really good, um, and I think the last one. It was probably the most recent, one of the most recent TV shows I watched. Uh, it was The Terminal List with uh, Chris Pratt. Now, it just came out, I think, on Amazon Prime. That one was really good. Um, again, just meathead shit, right? Where it's just new combat and. Um, the way he he like moved like you know he had like weapon control all that other shit like the way they he like trained with other people like it really shows in his acting right so i was like okay like this show's friggin awesome right so it was it was cool to watch that and be like i want to do that <laughs> but i'm i'm too scrawny and i i probably would die if i got pinched or something i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Like, well, that's oh. why we like TV shows, isn't it? Because we can suspend disbelief. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. That's why you don't find me watching, you know, lovey-dovey, emotional TV shows or anything like that. I, I can't, I don't, why? Why would I? I mean, we have, we have that in real life. I can, I can, you know, my wife and I can show love. We can show joy. We can show happiness. We can show all these things. What I can't show is jumping out of a building, shooting a bunch of people in the head, and you know, smashing through another window and being like, "Ha ha!" You know, <laughs> that shit doesn't happen. So that's why I like movies. It's just you suspend disbelief. You can just or TV shows, and you can just live vicariously through these produced, safely done stunts that are yeah, just so exactly. impressive to watch. I, I can't watch this. This have you guys gotten on the on the fad like the 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 Love Is Blind shit? Oh. I heard oh. you talk about that on the pod on your podcast. Oh my dear God! But tell me about so... this show. Like, why should people watch this show? Okay, don't watch the show. Don't. Oh, I thought you liked it. No, no, no. You you have a very <laughs> warped sense of who I am, Mister. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought I thought that's what you said in the podcast. You're like hooked on this show. Dear Lord, no. That is that is uh, that's that's John. John loves that shit for some reason. He loves television that is so absolute. Okay. John is John and I are very different when it comes to movies and television. Music, somewhat similar, but like, you know, when it comes to movies and TV, uh, we we are like total opposite ends of the fucking earth. Um, now, <laughs> he he him him and 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 a, a, a lady friend of mine, they were like we went out for for dinner to celebrate. Uh, you know, uh, it was a trip, it was a good occasion, so we celebrated something, and the whole time. <laughs> I'm sitting there in silence trying to read the contents of a burger on the menu. And they're talking about this show 
and like, oh, this guy's this dick, and he cheated on her, and he said this. I'm like, okay, guys, this is this shit is scripted from front to back. It's scripted. It's it's garbage. You are sucked in. Your brains are molten lava, diarrhea garbage. Like this is bad. It's bad TV. Why you are so enamored by this is beyond me. But it's okay. Everybody likes what they like. That's just how it is. <laughs> Okay, so that's kind of reality TV in general, though. Like, yeah. reality quotes in quotes, right? From people who are listening to this. Um, <laughs> the, reality TV is so screwed up because what they think is reality is so produced and so controlled uh, for specific outcomes that, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I don't think I've ever watched The Bachelor or any of these other kinds of shows. I have no interest. Survivor, I like. Yeah. Big Brother, I like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not so much now as when it first started. Um, but as far as like those love shows, like Naked uh, and a Beach, Naked and Afraid, Naked and Afraid. Why? Yeah. Gross. What are you God trying to bitch. prove? I don't understand. I can't. Anyway. I I can't deal with that shit. And, no. and the the more like if I have to like sit next to somebody who's watching that, like the amount of times I'll like like I'll be like turned around like this, and if I hear something stupid, I just kind of like. <laughs> say what <laughs> what in the mick fuck are you watching <laughs> like i get so confused by that then again i'm a guy who likes you know all this fantasy sci-fi action bullshit right i'm a meathead that's just how that works i'm a i'm a i'm a masculine guy somewhat in my my movie and tv show days <laughs> so much <laughs> okay aurora i haven't heard a thing of, of movies and stuff that you like to watch yet you mean tv right tvs yes tv shows so stranger things just I can like, see. yes stranger things i'm wearing it today is it's really good it is, is good uh i loved the first season i got this right after the first season um it's a christmas sweater but it's stranger things and there's oh, that's on cool. bikes and then there's the upside down there's like the you know, the monster from the Upside Down the, at the bottom. The Demogorgon. The Demogorgon, yeah. There That's you go. cool. So, yeah. I got this after the first season. So, nice. um, yeah, it's a Christmas present for my mom. Um, anyway, they actually drove to the U.S. to buy it for me, which was, I was like, why Why would you do that? You they drove just it. to buy the sweater? They, they drove to... Um, yeah, to buy the sweater for me because it was like at hot topic or something, and they wanted to have it in time for Christmas. But if they ordered it online, they wouldn't have it in time for Christmas. So they drove across the border, like you know, through Niagara Falls on the other side of the border to the hot topic that's like near there to buy the sweater for me. So that was awesome. And shout we won't have people to drive mom. to our Woodbridge store to get <laughs> and something. And my like, that? younger sister, shout out, mom. Jeez, yeah, awesome. um, that was really cool. Um, but uh, you know. I found out about it after the fact, and I was like, oh, my God, you didn't have to do that. But it was awesome. Um, And I still wear it to this day. Um, So, yeah, I do like Stranger Things a lot. Um, You know, first season, I loved the second season. You know, like, I kept watching the other seasons because I like the characters. The fourth season, the one that just came out, what, like, made me feel excited about the series again. Um, A lot of callbacks to the first season and like in a really good way where it wasn't like cheesy or whatever. Um, And then you're kind of seeing everything come together as like the beginning of the end type of thing Um, because the ending is going to be season five. 
Um, so I think that's really interesting. I, what I really love about that show is like the characters. What I love about most shows is, is the characters. Um, always really liked like Hopper um, and like the Hopper and Eleven dynamic, like the father, son, uh, father daughter type of thing. Um, and uh, the new character that was introduced in season four, Eddie, like really connected with his character a lot. And I know that Mark has made references to Eddie uh, quite a bit because he's like the, he's the head, um, uh, you know, uh, dungeon, master. D dungeon master of the high school D&D &D, uh, group um, called the Hellfire Club. Um, and he's just like, he seems like this like tough, like, angry, scary guy. Like, I don't want to give away too much about what actually happens, but he's just like this terrified kid that's kind of like, you know, like struggling and dealing with like a lot of crap um, under underneath. Um, and he has like this artistic side and that kind of thing. So there's a lot of um, very interesting characters with a huge like backstories um, in that show. And then there's like a lot of that nostalgia and, the way it's filmed is just amazing. Well, it's also set in what the eighties or something. Yes. Yeah. So seventies or eighties, late seventies to early eighties kind of thing. Which is always yeah. fun. I love watching stuff like that because I, it makes me feel there again. You know. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's pretty cool. Um, one of my other favorite shows is The New Girl. I will watch that show over and over and over and over again. Have you guys <laughs> watched it? No. Have you? No. Sean? I I've been told to. Apparently, I, I resemble a character on that show, apparently. Do you? Um, who's that guy? Whenever he gets stressed out, he goes for runs. What the... What's his fucking name? Nick or something, I think. Oh, Nick! Yeah, apparently... Oh, I, apparently I never would have made that comparison, but I guess... <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been told. I, I don't... You kind of... But... Yeah, you don't really look... Well, you kind of maybe look <laughs> a little bit like... I don't know... But I can see it. I can see why someone would compare you to Nick. I just would have never even imagined <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, I, I love that show. Um, it's just so quirky and awkward. And just like there's a romance a little bit, but it's sprinkled in here and there. And it's a sitcom. I love these like little slice of life sitcoms. I watch so many of them like Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Community and so like uh, The Office, which is playing right now. Andrew's listening to The Office. Um, <laughs> it took me forever to actually watch The Office all the way through because the first season into the second season is very cringy. There's like lots of just like awkward, <laughs> awful work situation well you're also a store manager and have to deal yeah. with hr and <laughs> you know you, yeah. you are you are one of the better people i've ever met for um thinking before you react to certain situations i'm, yeah. I'm not that great at it and and <laughs> and michael is like in the first season is like the worst example of a man <laughs> Oh. Um, like just the worst example of a manager just be very inappropriate and just like crossing all the lines yeah but that was the appeal of the show for a lot of people yes like, yes people because like the they office. can actually relate to that because like i've definitely worked for people who have done some of the things that michael has done um and it's uncomfortable 
But then it's also like <laughs> funny because they make light of it a little bit. It's just is very interesting. But yes, there's a lot of cringe in that. So I love those kind of sitcoms. Um, but the new girl, I would say, is my favorite, and I would just watch it. It just feels so like comfortable to watch it for me. I could watch it over <laughs> and over again. Um, what else? That's the Stranger Things. Uh, favorite TV shows. There's just so many. There's so many good shows. Like, uh, there's a lot of good anime um, out there. I've watched quite a bit of anime, but, but the first anime I ever watched was Death Note. Um, and to me, like, that was, like, my introdu introduction to anime. Um, it's a very interesting kind of concept uh, for, for a show. Uh, for those of you who don't know Death Note, it's, like, this kid finds a a book that just like appeared to have fallen from the sky um and uh there's like simple directions inside the book if you write someone's name in the book that person will die um you can write next to the name like what <laughs> kind of cause of death is like that person can die from That's far too and easy. then and then it's like if they don't have the cause of death next to it it like they die within like a certain amount of time and like from a heart attack type of thing so the whole reason this book came down was because like he's like demon kind of demon like thing it's called something else but this demon like thing gets bored and decides he's gonna drop his death note into the world and see what happens kind of thing and uh, yeah, the concept is like there's a detective that's trying to figure out where all these deaths are coming from because that person takes it into his hands and is like, okay, I'm just going to kill all these bad people. And it's going to be really high quantity of bad people. And then what is the line of bad people, right? Um, and, you know, some detective basically figures out, uh, well, works on trying to solve this mystery. And that's what death note is about and that was my first introduction in anime but there are so many other animes that i've watched that are so interesting but i guess the first one kind of sticks with you a little bit um it is a hyper creative medium by f absolutely yeah anime in general um it doesn't limit you to like what if an actor can physically do because true you know it's art um yeah there's there's a lot of it's super creative in so many different ways. So, um, yes, these are shows that we like. Yeah. But culturally, what shows can you remember in your lifetime that have had the biggest influence on society? Biggest influence on society. Like I'm going down my list here and forget about just news shows, like talking about old news, oh. Walter Cronkite and all these other things that were very, um, steeped in integrity and you know following uh, a very they don't put their own opinions into the news you know what i mean they just tell the news as it is to the way news is today and and that transition from that staunchy old feeling news to like you know jerry springer that kind of thing um it, it's changed so much and and 2020 60 minutes geraldo like these are all very impactful shows that changed society in many ways right Mm -hmm. uh, but if we looked at actual shows, uh, Sesame Street, The Muppets, Looney Tunes, and then you get into Dallas and Knott's Landing and that whole generation of 80s, I don't know, what would you call those things? 
dramatic TV series things. Um, and then I don't know if you guys ever, I don't know if you were around for the, the 3d television craze. Um, I remember Vincent Price's House of Wax was on TV and we could all go to Max Milk and get those 3D glasses and put those on and watch the TV show from home. That was pretty cool. Hmm. Um, SCTV, another TV show that I think changed so many, not just actors' lives, but the way we do comedy changed. Do you guys ever watch SCTV? Please say you've watched some SCTV. Once or twice. I was more of like, I was more into, into Mad TV for a while. So Mad TV was definitely, um, I think, uh, inspired. I can't say exactly if they were or not, but I mean it's that same vein of uh, sketch comedy television. SCTV from Second City Television um, had like John Candy and uh, so many. I, I can't even think of the people right now. It's just so many uh, Canadian uh, Rick Moranis, um, you know uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie. That whole gimmick uh, that was all from SCTV. Um, Martin Short, just so many, so many people from that whole era. Uh, it's just incredible, funny, 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 funny stuff. There's some skits that to this day I can, I can just think of, like Johnny LaRue, um, when he goes into this room that uh, there are all these women doing their laundry. Like, Johnny, 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 I got grease in my shirt. And like, oh, you got grease in your shirt? Yeah, I put more grease in the machine. That'll help it. So he pours <laughs> all the grease in the machine and walks out. Comes back in a little bit later on, and they're like, Johnny, 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 all of our shirts are all greasy. You messed them all up. And he's like, eh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> Smokes a cigarette and walks out. Like <laughs> random, just stupid, crazy, funny stuff that you couldn't get away with today. I mean, a lot of this stuff, you know, very wasn't, sexist. And Wasn't there one with Chris Farley when he does like, uh, he's like, you're going to be living in a van down by the river. No, that's Saturday Night Live. Oh, fuck. I'm so close. <laughs> yeah, Farley, Farley was Saturday Night Live, which is another cultural iconic kind of show that changed the way people do things like Eddie Murphy uh, doing buckwheat and uh, Gumby and all these comedy routines that Eddie Murphy did and, and Bill Co uh, 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 I'm having mind farts um, Dan Aykroyd Bill Murray yeah. Chevy Chase like that whole thing just took comedy and just put it in people's faces and we're like here we can be rude. We can be crude. We can do this on TV. We don't have to be all perfect. Yeah. Uh, that, that was hilarious. And then, of course, it got stupid. But <laughs> uh, that's all subjective. But these are all shows that have had, like, a huge impact in our world. Um, what shows do you guys think that you've watched that really culturally changed how you think and influenced how you think? All of those shows influenced how I think. And Seinfeld, you know, so many Seinfeld. great shows. Oh. That's a good question. It's a really because you know it. There, there are shows. I mean, it's hard to think of them right off the top of your head sometimes, but there are so many shows that have been on TV that we watch all the time. I mean, ninety nine percent of the time, you turn my television on here, and there's the WWE Network is on right now. You know, um, my wife loves wrestling, so that's I can think back through the history of my marriage with Shelly, and every Monday night we were watching Raw. Pretty much, you know, some big culturally different shows. The day after, or just a couple days after 9-11, WWE was the first show to have a big public gathering of people in the States after 9-11. Hmm. Significant stuff. <clears throat> Damn. 
so you guys are thinking I'm trying to stall by talking about random things. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, that's a that's a solid question though. Fuck, I'm trying to like it really I'm to is wrap my head around that. I mean, I can't really think culturally, like on a cultural perspective, but if I think about, you know, shows that kind of shaped me and formed me as a person, like I can think to, I can think to like some of the earliest shows that I watch, you know, like kid shows. And stuff that stuck with you, like certain episodes of like, there's a show, Arthur, right? Mm -hmm. There are certain episodes that I can recall, you know, in my mind of that. And I think back to that and I remember like, oh, learning this like particular lesson or whatever it may be. And, you know, thinking in my, in my head to like not do something or do something as a result of, you know, what happened in that show and in that particular (sighs) situation right that's the Um, power of the medium right there exactly exactly and there's so many good kids tv shows out there that teach very good lessons to kids on like you know the way that they should behave and the way that they should treat their friends and the way that Mm -hmm. they should you know like share and and stuff like that and i think that is like super powerful uh for sure you teach that stuff in school don't you think like, don't you think uh, in kindergarten there should be a, a, a class called humaning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, but there really isn't something like that. Unless they've changed it a lot. Like, I feel like there's not... I mean, there's, you know, in kindergarten you would get in trouble if you didn't share your toy. Or... or um, yeah, it's always you know. teaching by abuse, you know? It's not, <laughs> it's not teaching by encouragement. And, and Yeah. I think there should be a humaning class. How to be a good human how to how to forgive and how to how yeah. to communicate and how, just not like simple stuff anyway i'm squirreling i digress it, it's very true and i feel like there's a lot of these shows that like teach lessons like this well like, a lot of parents will plop their kid down and say here you go learn about the world yeah right <laughs> yeah and that's also not good as well because you're relying on television to bring up your child and that's not good <laughs> especially um, considering how the but, world's changed yeah right like i i have i had a coworker at one point who you know had a different view on sexuality and you know saw you know having relations with somebody it's just like, yeah it's only sex not a big deal and when she said that i was just my mind was just shattered i was blown in my era sex is the biggest deal like the biggest deal Mm-hmm. right yeah. when you finally got it you're old enough you finally got it. it's like oh my god life has changed right <laughs> it's like oh my god and then now it's just like yeah it's not a big deal it, it just it blows my mind that the tv um and a lot of tv has changed those social morals right um and a lot of that's because here you go kids sit in front of the tv and watch and irresponsible programming and, and other things were on there and this is what people see and this is what they emulate but yeah. if you have good shows, super powerful. Yeah, teaching good values, I think, is important. Like Solid Gold. Teaching. That was a great show. You guys don't know Solid Gold. Oh, come on, look it up, please. But you, but you <laughs> talked about the Muppets earlier, and that is something that I watched. Like the okay. movies and stuff like that. I don't know. It, no, Muppets is awesome. Solid Gold, by the way, I was making a joke. Solid Gold was like an old dance fever kind of show. <sighs> they'd get up and they'd dance and they'd dance around on their rollerblades. And it was just, 
Anyway, I was just being stupid. That uh, is kind of cool. <laughs> culturally important stuff. That's how I learned how to dance from Solid Gold. Oh my goodness. I know the white man overbite. Uh, the show I watched when I was younger was like Happy Days. And I still yes, do make references to like Andrew, like, you know, hitting something and fixing it. Or yeah. Whatever. He's, hey. And, you know, um, Happy Days was one of those ones that I watched. When I was younger, my mom, like, would not allow me to watch certain things. Like, Same. she would not allow me to watch, like, Teletoon and even what was Family Channel was one of the ones that we didn't watch. And so it was like TVO kids was like the appropriate one and then there was the one where like happy days and like uh brian you're gonna hate me for not remembering this but it's the show with where the there's like so many kids brady bunch the brady bunch oh okay um that was because that's what we use for our uh for our logo thing (laughs) yes yeah because i was just like i was remembering we're referencing it to uh to our yeah our logo and like pointing at each other and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Brady Bunch um, and like other shows like that. So like I was able to watch those kind of stuff, but the other stuff that were considered like YTV and, you know, just other TV shows on, on the show, like I was not allowed to watch because some of the content was not what she thought was like children appropriate. Right. And not everybody filters that out, but also like I was shielded from a lot of stuff that maybe I shouldn't have been shielded with. Like there's this, there's this. um, Yeah. Does it help or does it hurt? Yeah. Does it help or does it hurt? I think it hurts. It hurts. Trust me. Sean has a very similar perspective on this because we talked about this in another episode. My mom, my mom never let me watch Pokemon for some fucking stupid reason. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to watch Pokemon either. It's Don't you think just... parents are like the worst things ever? <laughs> sometimes they can they really control us in bad ways. Sometimes, don't they? You know, okay, this I know this doesn't have anything to do with with TV, but this is a movie. But has anybody ever asked you if you've seen Harry Potter? Yes. Have you both seen Harry Potter? I have now. Okay, good. I haven't. You haven't at all. And at that's, all. That's. That's the reaction I get every time. I'm like, yeah, I've never watched Harry and, Potter and I don't really plan on doing it. They're like, you are broken. <laughs> Blame my mother. <laughs> I haven't watched Twilight. I haven't watched any of that. You are I very lucky. Lost. I've Ooh. never watched an episode of Lost. That's Not garbage too. So, okay. You guys were talking about um, Love is Blind earlier. He was. And you're also talking about Twilight and stuff like that. So, like, that was like, Twilight was like my generation i was like generation oh my goodness it sounds like weird i, I don't know um, <laughs> it sounds weird saying that but like i remember in grade nine when like the second or third book came out and then someone's like oh this twilight series whatever and you know you're reading the books and it's, the books were actually pretty good the movies were terrible but i still watch them because it's like a nostalgic <clears throat> feeling like e- even though you know it's terrible like there's certain things that you you watch and because it's terrible but it also reminds you of a time where i don't know you guys are cringing just talking about this <laughs> but <laughs> i i remember okay there's three of these shows that i remember watching that when i grew up as a kid they were fantastic and i realized that my uncle uh who's like super awesome he used to love this show uh that we used to watch it together right now and then but uh we used to watch uh bill nye the science guy that shit was bill dumb. nye the science guy 
still fantastic. Yes. Um, on top of that, I used to watch Popular <sighs> Mechanics for Kids and then uh, Mighty Machines. Mighty Machines was dope as hell. I remember Mighty Machines, but not as much as Bill Nye the Science Guy. Oh, man. Did you, did you ever watch Popular Mechanics for Kids? Uh, I've seen some episodes, I'm with, pretty sure. With, but With Jay Burchell, I think his name is, or whatever his nuts. What's his, what's his yeah. name? There was a lot of those kind of shows. They were fantastic. Oh, um, what about anyway. um, what about Uh Oh? Do you remember Uh Oh? Uh Oh, no. Oh no, no! This show is so good. But I'm suddenly <laughs> reminded of all these stupid kids shows. <laughs> My favorite kids show of all time is The Electric Company. Oh man, The Electric Company. Okay, it might have been an American go. thing. But it was like Probably. a bunch of kids, and they had a song. It's the Electric Company. It's just a big, fun old show. I remember I had a, a sprained knee, and I was uh, sitting there for like two weeks, and I was pretty much just watching the Electric Company the whole time. Yeah, it's a kids show, but for like teenage kids instead of young kids. Ooh, hold on, I got a good one. <clears throat> um, I remember when I was a kid, I used to watch uh, the show. Me and my buddy would get together when we were like six or seven. And we watched the show uh, called Static Shock. It was an old like superhero cartoon, but it was like to me like the 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 comic book world and superheroes were like so new. Like all I knew was like Spider Man, Batman, and Robin and Superman. Like that was like that was like my base knowledge when I was a kid, right? So when I watched Static Shock for the first time, it was my first taste at being like, wow they're african-american superheroes and this is fantastic i love this and static shock was probably the well in my opinion the only redeeming factor of dc comics ever because static shock was fantastic start to finish and hmm. it was it was a lot like a cartoon version of uh i think it was i think it's called the jeffersons remember the guy who was like the mm -hmm. cop he, he played the cop in, in die hard too i think oh yeah no, that um him. That was that was another or that that no that was the guy he. That wasn't the Jeffersons, but I know who you mean. Yeah, it was it was a different show. It was another another show, but he was yeah. he was also in a show, but he was also the cop in Die Hard. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was to me it was like rock? watching no, not rock. I don't know. I can't remember. But anyway, anyways, it was the same concept, right? Whereas like they displayed some form of like you know like they try and get like the 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 racial controversies and shit like out in the open and they deal with that with that bullshit you know what i mean like right there in the tv show but as a kid you're like he's a superhero who gives a shit but like now if I but that's it, the point that's that's the real beauty of a show like that is it's really showing how this thing a kid would see this as this is just normal yeah whereas the adult would see this as look things are changing and you have to listen to this your yeah, kids exactly. are going to see this. We're teaching you the right way. Uh, I think those are the important shows where, yeah. you know, you have kids like yourself who you're not African-American. You're seeing this and you're actually happy that there's an African-American show. That's important that they have shows like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's awesome. to, me, to me, that was fantastic because I didn't know that Black Panther existed. I didn't know that there was Luke Cage. I didn't know that, you know, there was all these superheroes of of different ethnic diversities and i was like man like this is so interesting to me now now as as an adult you know i watch this shit and i'm like this is freaking fantastic like i'm still waiting for like uh, a bunch of different like female superheroes and and villains and anti-heroes to hit this hit the big screen you know what i mean or yeah. even tv like for that matter like seeing all this because yeah, there's not like, a whole lot of women in yeah. those kind of roles which there is really 
Yeah. Like it's it's not. It's it's crazy. Like, even watching Teen Titans, like as a kid, like the original Teen Titans, because that shit was dope. Uh, the new Teen Titans Go is is garbage. We don't talk about that. Um, <laughs> but no, watching the original Teen Titans and like you know seeing the the diversity even in that was was like super cool to me. You know, like you know as a kid you don't really understand it, but like as an adult you're like this this is friggin' way ahead of its time, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially considering like just a half a generation before what we were watching was like Benny Hill, where it's this old lewd british man smacking people on the head and seeing lots of boobs <laughs> dancing around you know like that's that was the norm at one point that that kind of comedy all of a sudden and then it changes to anyway a lot of a lot of things have changed i love it i love it yeah i i like it too oh man there's so many good shows speaking of like a superhero ish kind of show uh i really love umbrella academy yes show. have I, have either of you guys yeah. watched Umbrella Academy? Absolutely, I, it's a really good show. I dip oh. my toe in it once or twice, but I'm more of like a like if it has something to do with like actual comic book heroes that I know of, like yeah, I'll, I'll more into, into it. That. But yeah, like no, I, I got that. I got into uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That one, that one was really good. A lot of people say it's shit, but like the message that they displayed in it, like throughout the whole show, was like far greater than you know seeing these superheroes in action you know what i mean like they actually yeah. like like made the show with a very specific message um in 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 especially just in american society alone like how everybody was like there can't be a black captain america that's not happening no that's, that's not it's not feasible it's ne never gonna happen like a lot of people said there weren't gonna be a black president but then B barack obama came and he fucking he did so much for the country right in my opinion yeah. but do. what do i know about politics but think about it like if there was like if captain america was originally created as a, a white dude with blonde hair and blue eyes right and not to sound like a completely fucking huge you know skinhead i'm not i promise <laughs> but like to see that like they in this show like not only was it like super good in terms of like the superhero like action scenes and like seeing these superheroes go from pages to like you know essentially real life and then, you know, on top of that, they put in this message where it was like, you know, the Falcon having to go through all of this, this shit in order to be the first black Captain America. You know what I mean? Like, and it was, to me, I was like, this is fantastic. This is brilliant. This is a message that kids need to, kids need yeah. to watch this show as, as messed up and as fucking, you know, brutal as it can get sometimes, you know, this is what people need to watch. Like, this is what we as a society and as a as as a nation and a world need to understand that there's there's room for people to become superheroes in their own right you know yeah. black white hispanic asian whatever which right man woman uh, you know gender and neutral, superhero whatever. i think in in this context superhero is just a person of great importance exactly yes yeah. so not somebody who has special powers per se but just somebody who is important enough to be granted this gift exactly exactly yeah yeah i agree with that yeah and i think there's a lot of things that are coming out like that now like totally changing a classic character and their look and what they're all about to you know like changing their background changing what that character looks like like um i recently found out that uh there's going to be a new velma series and mindy kaling is going to be the voice of that and the character is going to be a more plus size Indian woman version 
uh, Velma. And I thought that was like super cool. Um, and it kind of fits in with like Mindy, right? Um, and like how she looks and, and her voice is voicing her. So they made the Velma character look like her, even though Velma has been, you know, the same looking since Are we talking about Scooby Doo Velma? Scooby Doo Velma, yes. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, you know, like she's, you know, petite, yeah. shy, super white girl with glasses, like the stereotypical dorky kind of girl personality. Yeah. And I think it's so cool that things are changing that way. Like a character can be changed or, um, you know, in, in that way. And, um, and still keep the essence of that character and, and create this whole different series because it's not about, it, it's not about race and not about culture, this character. The character is about how this person acts and reacts in these situations. And I think it's just so cool that we're getting to that point where it's, it's that now. So I love it. Um, and I've never, I've never had a tie to that issue before. Like I, I haven't watched, I didn't read comic books and I didn't read any of those things, you know? So my context is, is missing from, you know, a character being predominantly male or female or whatever. Mm -hmm. I just see it as, Oh, here's a movie and here's a character. So like to Sean's point where, you know, the backstory of all the comics and stuff like that, I don't have that. So anytime I see a character, it's, it's fresh and new every time. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll learn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I just think this this whole concept is is very interesting. It looks um, like your video froze there, Aurora. Is that just oh, me? Or? Yeah, it does look like my video froze. Let's see. It's still frozen. There you are. You're happy. Weird. Okay. Yeah, that was really <laughs> awful. Okay. I'm just going to put this here because you can just hear me. Okay, fine. Um, but, yeah, we're getting close to the end here um, yes. uh, of the show. I feel like we could go on talking for ages about this topic because there's so many different facets of television um, and there's so many interesting storylines like I really love the show The Good Place very again sitcom-y kind of thing but completely out of the box Umbrella Academy is one of the ones that I mentioned it's uh, you know it's superheroes but it's like a, a huge twist on it and it has a sci-fi background and it's very weird and out there um, and there's just so many good shows like and then out from these shows, there's all these things that go along with it. There's like the whole fandoms behind these shows and people make, you know, fan fiction and people, you know, make their own art um, based off of these shows and these characters that they love so much. And experiences are the new thing. Like, you know, like Friends is like a huge show um, that pe a lot of people reference and people go back to. It's you know, one of those classic shows that people love and they quote and they don't even know they're quoting or they do know they're quoting. And, um, and you know, it's friends. Um, How you doing? And there's this experience <laughs> now in Toronto where you can go to like scenes um, of the friend show. You can go to the friend's kitchen and the friend's house and recreate the, you know, trying to fit the, the couch up the stairs and, and stuff like that. Um and I think it's very interesting that like a show can be that impactful and that much absolutely of an interesting thing. Like I random side topic, but I am going to one of these show experiences and you guys are just gonna like 
probably laugh at me, but I really like the show Bridgerton. Have huh. either of you heard of the show Bridgerton? Heard of it? Heard yes, of it. seen it? No. Heard of it? Seen it? No. Okay, so it's like period piece based off of these books that were written by this author, um, and it's from 1813. Uh, what I didn't know is when... Um, uh, oh my gosh, what's her name? The young girl that we had on the podcast, Claire. Claire. Oh yeah, Claire. When Claire came came on. She talked about uh, a queen that was half like German and half black descent, um, and she talked about that. What I didn't know was actually the character, the queen in that show, was based off that queen, Queen Charlotte. Um, so Queen Charlotte is actually in Bridgerton. Um, and, uh, you know, it's like talking about all sorts of different kind of culture, people coming from different parts of the world, like Prussia and, um, you know, India and in Asia and, and stuff like that. And the whole concept of the show is that there's like this gossip tabloid, um, and nobody knows who writes it and, and stuff like that. But there's this experience based on the show and I'm going to be going to it for my birthday um and uh you know you take you take pictures and uh listen to you know a classical music ensemble people with uh violin and cello like a full out cello and stuff like that and there's going to be like a trap muse artist and you can get cocktails and you dress up and i think huh. that's just so fun that a show can just bring people together and totally yeah something interesting from that so yeah never would have thought about an experience concept before that's really interesting yeah and it immerses you in a show right yeah. like if you like it it's not i wouldn't say bridgerton is one of my favorite shows but i do like it a lot and i just thought it would be interesting to go to something like this where it's like it's a mini concert and it's a mini you know i, I don't want to say trapeze but kind of like trapeze show and you know, there's photo opportunities and you get to dress up. I like getting dressed up. So well, you sold me yeah. a photo opportunity. I tell you. <laughs> Lots fun. of photo opportunities. Right. So I've um, got, uh, before we finish the show, <clears throat> excuse yeah. me, I've got two, two questions for you guys. The first is, have you ever met any TV stars yourself? Any TV stars? Ooh. Think about that. The second question is, have you ever been involved in a TV show? Um, like for example, I used to be involved in the Jerry Lewis telethon all the time. I used to go door to door collecting money for the Jerry Lewis telethon. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the telethon for muscular dystrophy, Jerry Lewis, the comedian would yep. every year have this huge telethon. He'd be on mm. for like 48 hours or longer, um, nonstop smoking his cigarettes and introducing all these acts and raising money <laughs> for all these things. And there's me, you know, little kid going house to house collecting money. Hey, would you like to give money for the Jerry Lewis telephone? I'd raise hundreds of dollars every year and then I'd go on TV and give the money to the person on TV. Yeah, I'm raising money. Yay. But I mean, it's, it's fun helping out and doing stuff like that. Have you guys ever done anything like that? So first question, have you met any TV stars? And second question, have you ever done anything where you're interacting with a TV show in some way? So I don't think I've met any TV stars or TV show stars. However, I did meet Joe Bowen 
the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs or like the older voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs. I had to uh, do a project for school. You've got his photo. Uh, and I've got a picture of him. I got to meet him very briefly. It was a very quick. I had to set up the photo ahead of time and, you know, say, hi, I'm Aurora. Thank you for letting me take a picture of you today, blah, blah, blah. And it was in the ACC. Uh, my uncle at the time, he worked at the ACC and he knew all these people and he got Joe Bowen to agree for a portrait. And That's cool. Uh, so it's kind of cool to meet him. I, I'm not a big hockey fan or sports fan in general, but it was really cool to have that experience and photograph someone um, of that much importance at that time. He only had a certain amount of time. So I think that's pretty cool. I mean, we met Claire, but I don't know if that, like we met Claire through the show. So right. This show has given us the opportunity to meet some really cool people like Claire that's true. and uh, Tally, Tally. Oh. Um, the stunt uh, woman. Sean, I'm sorry that you weren't part of the show back then. Talia is <laughs> yeah. so cool. She yeah. is just she was such a great conversation. I loved having her on the show. <laughs> yeah, and she had been on shows, but like I haven't met her in person. I met right. Claire in person, but um, you know, like I would say that they're actually like they've been in TV. They've, yeah, they have you know, been in you know pretty famous scenes. Like I remember the scene that Tally was talking about in Riverdale, where Riverdale is another one of those cheesy shows that i've watched i haven't watched it all but i've watched episodes of it um and uh you know she did the stunt in that show <laughs> oh, she was in this movie oh, um, awesome movie yeah so cool um and it's really cool that we've met these people from that and have i ever been in a show i have not been in a show or been involved in a show However, I was interviewed quickly on the news once um, for something. Uh, it was actually COVID. It was after COVID. And we, me and my friends went to grab something for breakfast. And we went into the restaurant and it was kind of busy. But they had the option for patio and it was cold outside. So we decided to eat on the patio and the news reporter wanted to talk to us because we made the decision to eat outside instead of eat inside. Um, and I said that I would talk to them about why I made the decision to eat outside instead of eat inside. This was right, like right after the pandemic. And um, yeah. The whole debate on it was like social distancing and... It was like a five or ten minute conversation. She used a five second clip of it in the news. So of course, that's what they did. <laughs> but, it, but it was interesting. I mean, that's the only TV related experience I have. How about you, Sean? I guess Sean will be next. Um, believe it or not, okay. Well, this has not. Well, it's not. Well, it's TV, but it's not TV that I watch. But you guys, Brian, have you ever watched uh, anything on HGTV? HGT all the time. Yeah. Do you know Scott McGilvery? Oh, yes. I cut his grass. Oh, right on. I spoke to him today, actually. <laughs> oh, so that's I, pretty cool. I, I've met Scott McGilvery. <laughs> um, uh, I had, okay, I, I came almost very close, this close to meeting the, the voice of my childhood, uh, Kevin Conroy. God rest his fucking soul. Uh, mm. He voiced uh, Batman. Uh, for the for the longest time in video yeah, he games. just passed away didn't he yeah yeah he was he was an old dude but um yeah no i i i could have met him actually when i went to fan expo 
recently, just this summer. Um, he didn't show, which was kind of a bummer, probably because he was, you know, uh, ill. Um, <laughs> but having what if I had had the opportunity to have met Kevin Conroy, I probably would have screamed like a little girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, in terms of ever being on any show or being involved in a show, uh, the only show I've ever really been on is a pod show. Uh, this this pod show and our pod show, um, and that's the only show I really get to be on ever. Um, <laughs> if if we do end up, uh, if John and I are thinking we we think that way down the line we're gonna have some sort of shot at making a Planet Pointless movie, but I doubt it. Nice. Um, <laughs> but I want to be a part of that. I want to yeah. be I want to be the gaffer, or I want to be like the guy that holds the boom stand or something. Yeah, the dude. The dude <laughs> The um, mic, <laughs> and then feel, you're gonna be sitting there and you're gonna be shaking the mic because you're laughing as they're yeah, talking. Yeah, the mic will go into the frame. <laughs> I, feel like gonna, I feel like you're gonna like break the fourth wall a bunch and then just like randomly sit next to Brian and be like, "This is the boom guy." This is <laughs> I'm tall. Brian, Brian, I'll just go. I'm tall. <laughs> um, no, that's that's really the only show I get to be on uh, ever, and that's that's fun. And then this show, this show is fun to be on. Well, I'm glad um, you think so. It's, I know so. Come on, come on. I love it. <laughs> well, I'm. I, I was lucky enough to work at Stratton Mountain for a bunch of years and when I was in high school, and I was the bellman carrying people's luggage. So I was the bellman for Susan Lucci from All My Children, um, the the guy who flew the helicopter in Magnum PI, uh, oh, a bunch of people, the governor of Vermont, Madeline Cunin. So there was like the people I met back then and they were always super super nice susan lucci by the way is like super short i don't know if you know who i'm talking about susan lucci she was the one who um tried to get the emmy or whatever and she missed it like 14 years 14 times in a row and never got the emmy or something i think she finally just got one out of pity i don't know anyway <laughs> super nice lady very very short um and i had my own tv show on rogers so there you go oh, there you go they tripper television 18 episodes. Cool. That was fun. It was very bad, but it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve, who works with us, Aurora and myself at Henry's, was actually my producer for that show, which is even funnier because things Such like that worked out. Such a small world. And I loved yeah. it. Anyway, guys, this has been a lot of fun. Um, Aurora, was there anything else you wanted to bring up? No. Um, I think this has been a really cool conversation. Uh, we've been able to talk about so many different interesting shows and I'm going to be sitting on my couch later and I'm going to be thinking about, Oh, the queen's gambit or, Oh, blah, blah, blah. And you Very know, they're shows. true detective and like, like stuff like that, that I'm just going to be like listening to and, and, and thinking about later. And I'm, why didn't I talk about that show? But um, I'm, I've got a list still. I've Starsky and Hutch, Lawrence Welk yeah. show, Dukes of Hazard. I mean, Daisy oh, Dukes. Come on, right? Dukes Walk of Hazard. I went to the Dukes of Hazard Museum. Oh, I haven't that watched so that cool. show, but I went to the I, I went to the museum uh, specifically for Andrew to bring uh, back a souvenir and take some cool photos. <laughs> There's so many um, cool shows. It's in Nashville, and I went to Nashville. You should have been there. You should have yeah, gone. So I went. It was great. Speaking of the Dukes of Hazard, I came home after work. I think it was like last weekend and there was a bunch of like, cause there's been like a bunch of Santa Claus parades going, you know, floats and shit. 
And there was a couple of cars that passed by the house and I had them on my Snapchat or on my Instagram somewhere. And I shit you not, the General Lee in all of its glory drove past me and I was like, oh, oh come back. Oh. Oh, I want you. Yeah. <laughs> Such a Yeah, so car. in that museum, they had the General Lee car and they had oh. um, uh, her Jeep, Daisy's Jeep thing mm -hmm. and uh, Cooter's tow truck <laughs> yeah they had Cooter's tow truck outside the front um, yeah. Boss Hogs Cadillac I believe it was Cadillac I think it was I don't horns. know if we yeah. I don't know if they had that one but oh maybe they did yes I what a show did. what a show yeah. and it was so much based in racism but it was so good in in so many good ways <laughs> like they didn't they didn't really touch on the racism in the show not that I ever saw but I mean the 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 flag itself right it's bad it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys. Yeah, that was one thing I noticed. <laughs> this has been a lot of fun. Um, I can keep going like award shows, talk about award shows. I mean, there's so many really cool things that we've seen on TV. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think it's been fun kind of going over some of these things. And I think the bigger point of the power that television has is something that should really be taken seriously. And mm -hmm. As a parent, which I'm not, but if I were, I would certainly be very careful which shows I would let my kids see, as both of your parents did for you, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So on one hand, it's like, why would they let me watch these shows? But on the other hand, you can kind of understand how uh, censoring certain things is still very important for raising yeah. a child with proper morals and proper ethics and integrity. And uh, and I, I'm proud to say that even though Sean won't admit it, but both of you are very moral and have good integrity so <laughs> <laughs> sean shaking his head but okay so uh another one you know how sean earlier was saying i haven't seen harry potter and everybody reacts with a shock face i've never seen the simpsons the simpsons what me I've neither never watched I, the simpsons. I just so, just finished it like not okay even like a and that ago. and that show has the most episodes and it's like the longest running show out of all the shows. I have never seen it. Um, I've seen clips of it, like for people referencing things online. And what there about was South a video. Park? I haven't seen South Park. I I've seen clips of South Park, and I would never. I don't think I would ever like to watch it personally. <laughs> <laughs> he quit. <laughs> and this is all. And this is all because of the censoring. All right. All right. He's not even listening. And this is all because of the censoring that I, I received as a, you know, I, I had as a child, right? Like, that was not an appropriate, uh, what's it called? Not an appropriate show for a child to watch. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. You're right. But you even though correct. it still looks like a show that a child would watch because of the animation style and all of that, it's not. And then, yeah, I just never got around to it after the fact. So, <laughs> no, uh, and, and then they took it that one step further and made that movie with the food porn. <laughs> what what was the name of that? I don't even remember the name. Movie, of that movie. with the food porn. I don't know, but yeah. there is a show. The America <laughs> show, and then I, they had the food porn show. I have an Instagram off of a show based on a show. Um, where I post empty plates of food based off of a, a Korean drama I watched. Um, I didn't even you think are so that. influenced by TV, yeah. So it's awesome, yeah. All there right, close go. this puppy up, Aurora. Let's go home. 
Yeah. Boy, Let's have a good night. Thanks for talking with me, Brian and Sean, um, about TV today. I think we could go on forever, but we're not going to. Um, if I guess anybody who's listening has a good recommendation for a show we could watch, uh, post it in the comments. Reach out to us. Um, interact with us about the shows that we talked about on the show. Like whether you like them, whether you don't, whether you can't believe one of us loves the show. <laughs> or uh, hasn't watched a show. Or hasn't watched a show <laughs> like The Simpsons. Oh my God. Or Lost. <laughs> or Lost. I haven't watched Lost either. Sorry. I really don't um, think we're missing anything. Yeah. Simpsons, anyway. you're missing stuff. You're missing stuff at The Simpsons. There's some cultural stuff that improves your world when you watch The yeah, Simpsons. Yeah, but they also pre predicted that uh, Trump Trump was going to be president. So yeah. we know how well that turned out. Anyway. They, are, they are led by the <laughs> devil. That's the real story right there. The devil see, teaches them everything. Matt Groening's a time traveler. Yes, that's, that's it. <laughs> anyway, uh, Thanks again for listening and watching. And thanks again, Brian and Sean, for being here. And Thank you, super excited to be talking about these topics in season three of Expressions with you guys. Three. Have a good night and or good morning, I guess, to the people watching in the morning. <laughs> Goodbye. Hey. Bye-bye.